Welcome to Marvel Studios News. My name is Sean Gerber. In a moment, I'll be joined by my co-host, Paul Herman, for episode 60 of our show, where we reach the end of phase one on our road to Infinity War. We will be talking about Marvel's The Avengers from 2012. But before we get into that, I wanted to take a little bit of time just to let you know how, if you enjoy this show, you can get a lot more of it by becoming one of our patrons over at patreon.com slash News. Your support allows us to create even more of this show, and what we've been doing is we have exclusive episodes coming up, but every single week we have we offer a Patreon credit scene, a tag, just like Marvel does with their movies. We do that with each of our main episodes. So on this Road to Infinity War series that we've been doing, we've been talking about the connections between whatever film we discussed that week, so in this case it's The Avengers, and what that has to do. We look at all the different connective threads uh, that tie it to Infinity War. So we have a lot of them to talk about this week, including things that involve the fate of Loki and Tony Stark. And again, all that's available at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News. And the cool thing about it is that if you become one of our patrons, you will get your own, depending on the tier you choose, of course, but you will get your own private RSS link that you can use. You can input that into whatever podcatcher you use, including Apple Podcasts, so that that, and we put, we also put our main shows on Patreon, so that way you will, using your private RSS feed, you will get everything in one spot. So it's not like you have to listen to these episodes and where you're currently subscribed and then try to go hunt down everything else, uh, all the other Patreon content elsewhere. You have the opportunity to get all of it in one spot so that whenever we have any Patreon-exclusive content, it pops up right along with the regular episodes. So we hope you will uh, you'll go ahead and check that out. Also, on this week's Patreon credit scene, we discuss Marvel Studios' 10-year anniversary class photo that they released last week. So again, all of that you can find at patreon.com slash News. And I would love to thank our latest patrons, Derek Eagle, J.R. Machowiak, Mark Lemke, and Terry Mortensen. Thank you all so much for the support. And also just want to let you know where you can keep up with this podcast and the website. You can go to marvelstudiosnews.com where every day I'm writing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can also keep up with us on Facebook at Marvel Studios News as well as Twitter at Marvel Newscast. So that's enough. I'm shutting up. I promise we're going to go ahead and get on with our discussion of Marvel's The Avengers. Here we are, Paul, at the end of our first phase, literally, on this road to Infinity wow. War. We're at the end of phase one, talking about Marvel's The Avengers from 2012. So, it's funny, we do this show, in, in all these episodes, we do this this same thing of talking about kind of the journey to this or that film, but pretty much the last mm-hmm. five episodes have been a huge part of the journey to this one with The Avengers. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yes, go back and listen to all five of those episodes again, and then we'll pick up from there. Um, Yes. Yeah, so the build-up to Avengers, it's it's funny. There's a lot of kind of amusing stories that that I know are going to come up because we we tracked this film together because this was a huge part. You know, the Modern Myth Media podcast that we had done had really just started, you know, when we did Thor and, and Captain America, the first Avenger, but... You know, we were able, the Avengers was one of the first films we were kind of able to track 
pretty much from you know the start of production through literally every step of the way with marketing of trailers and magazine covers uh <laughs> as we'll get into yeah um but yeah i i, I love pointing out the i love pointing out the avengers anytime people kind of talk about um the journey to the marvel Cin- what the marvel cinematic universe is today especially when a lot of people try to say that you know, Mar- that everybody just loves marvel and that nobody ever questioned marvel and that it was all just you know there was always there's there's never any skepticism like everybody always just assumes that marvel's going to do it great and the I, and i always have to call bullshit on it sorry steve rogers but i have to oh. because going if you go back to the avengers there was plenty of skepticism around the movie there was there was like this there was this cautious optimism in that of course as marvel fans everybody wanted it to work and wanted it to be good but i don't remember a whole lot of people just assuming that just because iron man had worked and there you know and thor and cap were good like nobody just assumed that the avengers or i'm sure there might have been a few people but most people back then in the, those last couple of years building up to the Avengers, it wasn't a case of everybody just took it for granted. The fact that this movie was going to be the phenomenon that it, uh, the phenomenon that it ended up becoming. We didn't know that until we really started hearing actual reactions from people who saw it. Yeah. I think uh, if, if you listen to those old modern myth me- uh, media episodes, I was getting kind of scared um, about the, some of the early trailers. The, the trailers never excited me. And um, even though I loved, you know, all the movies pretty much before that, then and now, um, leading up to it, um, I, if I remember correctly, I was very skeptical. Um, the trailers did not get me excited. Um, there was, it just didn't seem, I don't, I don't know, it, it seemed like it wasn't confident in itself. And I don't know what, how, what, why I exactly thought that, but just the scenes they sh- they first showed in these teasers, they weren't exactly like, you know, Oh my gosh, this is, this is amazing. And, um, you know, it just, it just looks so bright. And I think that's one of the things that I was kind of skeptical about going into it. Like, man, this movie is going to, is almost embracing too much of its comic book side I'm a little nervous because you have Cap's new costume. Um, you just have the fact that, that the whole uh, battle and battle takes place in the daytime. And, you know, it was there's just a couple scenes in there. I just I mean, I was excited. I was really excited. But at the time, I think I also you know need to remind people like last time, it's not like, you know, like you had Iron Man was a giant success, but Hulk was a moderate, if not OK, success. Iron Man 2 was, you know, a success but a critical kind of failure. Probably the biggest critical failure besides Thor Dark World. But at that point, that was the Thor Dark World of its time of Phase 1 was mm-hmm. Iron Man 2. For sure. Um, Thor, you had, you know, it was a, was a, was a probably, you know, a, a little bit more of a surprise success. But Cap wasn't a smash hit. They all were moderate hits. And so this movie looked like it was just a literal – uh, you know, amalgam of all those movies together. And I just didn't know how it was going to happen because also got to remember too, Scarlett Johansson's character wasn't exactly, you know, set into the world on fire in Iron Man two either. Right. So you had That's a great point. Yeah. So you, 
Yeah, so I, I think going into this movie, there was a lot of skepticism. Now, you brought up something earlier, um, uh, and I remember this. I remember this episode very well. Yep. Um, where we sat and we talked about Entertainment Weekly's yep. uh, cover story, and we talked about the awful, <laughs> awful Photoshop, and the fact that you had um, Eric Bana, not Eric Bana. I'm sorry, um, yeah, Mark oh, Ruffalo. Oh Mark Ruffalo. Couldn't remember his name for a second. Mark Ruffalo's uh, impress- impression of uh, Zoolander's Blue Steel. Yep. Uh, oh my <laughs> lord! It was. I remember thinking that we all we were all scared. We we not all scared, but we were all like, well, we hated. This is yeah, not- yeah, we hated yeah. the cover, and I, I I also remember we had a very just kind of okay reaction to the very first teaser trailer that came out in October of 2011. Uh, that had you know the nine inch he had nine inch nails playing the we're in this together yep. now song playing with it and and I just remember and actually what's funny is I don't think that trailer is is quite as colorful as the second one um, and that's actually what I didn't like about the first teaser is it just seemed so melodramatic um, you know because it felt so contrary to the tone that Mar- the Marvel movies had been so far that it almost it just didn't really it didn't feel like them. You know, like in terms of what they had been doing at that point. And the other point of skepticism there was uh, was Joss Whedon, you know, writing and directing this yeah. thing. Because there were not a ton of people just saying Joss, you know, Joss Whedon only seemed like the for most people. And I'll give you guys an exception in a moment. But for most people, Joss Whedon only seemed like the perfect guy to do the job after the Avengers was a massive success. Um before that, it's like, okay, here's like an uber nerd who wants to come in and, and make this movie. And so everybody at least knew that he would care about the source material and everything, that he would at least uh, you know, come at it from a position of passion. So he had that going in his favor. But in terms of his resume at that point in time, yes, people loved Firefly and you know, and then of course he did. And but I think his only movie credit as a director at that point was Serenity. You know, the spinoff of mm-hmm. Firefly. So you weren't really seeing a guy with a lot of experience uh, as a director compared to now. We're probably a little more used to that uh, with Marvel. But their previous choices in Phase One, you know, had pretty had at least directed multiple films before they went in and had their their Marvel movie. So. With Whedon, his directorial experience in terms of feature films was the least of anybody um, in, in Phase One at that point in time. So it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a question mark. The only person I remember, at least within our group, who was just championing Whedon from the beginning was Chris Clow, uh, because our dear friend Chris Clow just he was a big believer in Whedon from Firefly, and he just absolutely felt like Whedon was going to be the guy. Uh, who would do it? So all props to Chris Clow for being, besides like Kevin Feige and the rest of the people at Marvel Studios, you know, the, one of the original believers uh, in uh, in Joss Whedon. But yeah, I remember that the Entertainment Weekly cover was rough. The first teaser, I wasn't blown away by it. I think when I started really getting, I mean, I was of course excited by the prospect of it, and uh, it's funny because I've. I've had questions, whether it's from listeners of podcasts, when I've had a chance to be on like panels at cons and, and people kind of ask, you know, oh, is this, is, was the Avengers, you know, or was that like the superhero dream, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all that stuff, is that like the dream you always wanted? And I'm like, no, nah, man, we, we pretty much fulfilled my dream with like 
Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies and like, you know because when I was when I was a kid you know we, we didn't have you know growing up it was Batman and Superman were pretty much the only ones who got movies that were very well made um everything else was either super cheap or just not just didn't have didn't have the effort or just didn't have the technology to do it, which is why I knew as a kid, like I know I knew why I wasn't getting Marvel movies is because of a lot of those yeah. characters. You needed to have the CG that just wasn't ready. And, and so that was my dream as a kid was I want a really good Spider-Man movie. I want a really good Hulk movie. It wasn't so much, you know, a really good Captain America movie. It wasn't so much about, yeah, I was really thinking more in terms of just, I'd be happy with just one great individual movie about each of these characters that I really like. And that would have been about, that was about as much as I needed. Anything else would have just felt greedy at that point. So the Avengers was something, the the idea of having something that could be great and beyond what I had, uh, what I had imagined or, or hoped for uh, as a kid. I did, the idea, you know, even though I was always having like, all of my action figures in one shared universe having like infinite stories on and on and on. Like in my room growing up, I didn't translate that into, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if they actually did that in a movie? Cause that just seemed like only the kind of thing I could do <laughs> with it, you know, or everybody right. else could do with their own action figure collections, not what would actually be there. Um, but in terms of when I started to turn and I was, the idea of Avengers was always exciting, but in terms of this specific movie, when I really started getting excited, because I was also, I had trepidation about Mark Ruffalo at the time, because I, I had liked Edward Norton, and I always loved Mark Ruffalo and the stuff I saw him in, but just recasting one of the main Avengers, you know, just from from his first solo film into, well, his first MCU solo film into the first team-up film, that felt mm-hmm. like a weird step. I wasn't sure how that was going to play. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but I think what really started turning it around for me was the Super Bowl spot. Um, because it had that really cool shot of Iron Man like going up towards the portal, uh, fighting the Chitari. There was like a little bit of that. Um, and then I remember the second trailer, the full trailer that I think came out in March of 2012. And that was the one that actually kind of got started winning me over and really made me kind of sit back and say, wow, because that was the one that had the first shot of all the Avengers together, that rotating shot. Uh, and then it also had mm. a shot that when I, when I was watching the movie for the first time, so we'll, we'll get to that, but it had the shot that I, that I retro, I loved it when I saw it, but then I hated that they had already shown it, uh, was Hulk saving Iron Man was mm. in that second oh, yeah. trailer. And that shot was just amazing to me because as a huge Hulk fan, Hulk had been my, my favorite Marvel character growing up. He didn't. Hulk doesn't have a lot of he- like true legit hero moments in even in, in his two solo movies. He really doesn't. Like if you look back, like every time he's Hulk, it's always just kind of sad and kind of a bummer. It's like he does awesome. He has awesome feats of strength, obviously, because he's the Hulk. But there's never really a triumphant, true blue like heroic moment. Even his fight with Abomination turns into this thing of Hulk's the monster and Betty has to tell him not has to scream at him. So he doesn't kill abomination. Like there's no, just like without question, Hulk's a hero right in this moment. And you got that in that trailer, uh, with the way he saved Iron Man. So that was a huge, that second trailer was, was big for me. I don't, it's really weird. And I hate to say this and I'm not, again, I'm not sure if it's because I just was very nervous about this movie. I don't remember the trailers. I I remember the nine inch nails trailer the best, but, um, just, I remember not getting as excited for the movie. I just, 
again, I, I, I was I didn't start getting excited until like literally literally the couple weeks before the movie came out, and um, and I'm not sure now. I, I got a preface preface you know, what I'm saying. Also, I was going through a really weird time in my life. Um, at that point, I was I had I was in a really weird job that I didn't like, and I was miserable. And so I wasn't really happy at this moment in my life. And, you know, it just was like life. I was in a band. I was we were practicing a bunch. It was just life was nuts. And I just was, yeah, it was not, for some reason, it was not happy. And, and I don't know if that kind of, you know, dampened my enthusiasm for these this movie coming out. And I, and I don't, and the, the trailers never got me excited. And I don't, you know, it's funny, the Super Bowl trailer you're talking about, I don't even remember it. And I and I usually remember this stuff. I rem- I remember the uh, Iron Man three trailer, but I don't remember this one at all. And you know, as far as the main trailers, I mean, I was excited to see it, of course, but there was something inside of me just wasn't. I wasn't ready to fully commit to. And and again, I, I think it has something to do with the fact of of my personal life, but also the fact I think just kind of seeing. I loved all the movies before it, but. I was kind of nervous. It, it felt, it looked like it was anticlimactic. And and watching it the other day, I think I kind of see why. But there's, but that's kind of beside the reason. But um, no, I it just it was I don't know. It's just really weird because I just I could not get. I remember I was excited, but not as excited as I usually am for the superhero movie, especially for the, the Avengers, which we'll get into when we first saw it. But yeah, yeah the lead up for this was not as exciting for me. Well, and I should also confess that, you know, like I'm, you know, I tend to have anxiety about things sometimes. And uh, <laughs> so, um, especially with regard to like superhero movies. And I, and I think with Avengers, there was that, that part of me that like so badly wanted it to work. And yet at the same time was just kind of, you know, cause I knew like if, if Avengers didn't work, that was going to be a problem. Like the, the Marvel cinematic universe, as we, as we've been talking about in these, these past few episodes i mean it was really turning into this great thing and i just knew well if avengers doesn't work like then all this cool stuff that's been going on for the past few years like it's gonna come to a halt like i mean i knew they yep. were, i knew they were already making you know iron man 3 so you know i knew no matter what there was gonna be like at least you know one or two more movies regardless but it still just felt like that thing of ah, maybe if this doesn't go well they might start like winding it down especially because uh, Avengers was going to be the first film that was distributed by Disney, which obviously mm. ended up making a huge difference because that Disney marketing machine is second to none. But you know, like if if Marvel kind of let Disney down, you know, like what what would that mean? You know, what would that mean for like Marvel's bosses at Disney? Like, because they had been kind of left alone, does this mean that Disney would kind of step in and try and take things over? Like, there was just so many question marks of like, oh my god, what if Avengers doesn't work? Um, but then, like, and this is where, you know, social media just kind of starts making all the difference. I've never seen, uh, I, I, I still haven't seen anything that really matches those first reactions, those first tweets from critics who got to see Avengers like three weeks before, you know, three or four weeks before it came out. It, it screened really early, uh, which now Marvel does almost routinely, but with Avengers, they screened it really early, and the reactions were allowed really early, and the stuff they were saying about it, I mean, people were just all about it. I mean, I, I just remember all the tweets were just talking about it's 
the best superhero movie of all time, or if it's not the best, it's one of the best, whatever. Like everything was just like top tier, you know, superhero movie for the Avengers. And I was like, wow, really? Cause I, de- I mean, that second trailer boosted my confidence quite a bit, but it certainly didn't put me in that realm of, you know, expecting something to be, uh, the best ever. But I remember that was, that was huge. And then, um, in between those reactions and going to, and, uh, the time the movie actually came out, I was in CinemaCon in Las Vegas, which is the, it's basically the convention where the theater exhibitors, so like the chains, like AMC, Regal, all that, like they, it's basically for them, you know, and of course studios come and, and show off all their upcoming features, but also, you know, the vendors who do business with those, with those theater chains, they also come in and show all their stuff. And, and I just remember they didn't screen Avengers there. Unfortunately, they just showed they just showed one scene. It was uh, Thor and Loki, you know, talking after Thor grabs Loki from the Quinjet, um, and before you get. And then I think they also showed us the the Thor and Iron Man fight. Um, so, but I just remember, uh, I think it was Dave Hollis, who's like one of the top. I think he's the chief of distribution. He's one of the top executives at Disney. And he was talking about it. He's, he's talking to a room full of people who had already seen the Avengers. <laughs> like, and I was like one of the few people who hadn't been at that, hadn't been at that first round of screenings. Uh, but I just remember everybody around me and, and that whole week, everybody buzzing and me just having to like cover my ears uh, because people were talking about uh, Avengers and how amazing it was. And thankfully nobody was like just airing out spoilers, but People were really buzzing about the movie. It's you know it's unlike anything I've really seen. I had really seen before uh, or since. I mean, it, it was just incredible. So then, going getting ready for that first viewing, like because of all that buzz and how overwhelmingly positive it was, uh, then I really started thinking, uh, started shifting to go my expectations into possibly seeing something special. Yeah, I again because of my my time in my life at that point, I don't remember the buzz at all. I was kind of like out of, you know, wasn't checking, wasn't looking for it. And I remember hearing a little bit, but no, I wasn't, I wasn't hearing the buzz again. I was my, I was, I was anxiously, I was anxiously nervous about the movie. I mean, I was excited because I knew how big of a, how much of a big deal it was. I remember that this was, you know, going to bring in all these heroes. And if this doesn't work, then what does that mean for all the movies that came before it? Are they going to, you know, what what exactly is what's going to happen? And I literally had no idea because I think, as as I mentioned before, the the MCU was was successful, but it wasn't a slam dunk like every movie was making, you know, eight hundred million dollars worldwide. It wasn't well, even close a, to that. Here's a perfect example: going into 2012, and people forget this. Going into 2012. Everybody thought the biggest movie of the year was going to be The Dark Knight Rises because mm-hmm. it was because obviously The Dark Knight had been the first uh, superhero movie to make a billion dollars worldwide at the box office and everybody loved that movie um, and rightfully so it's great I love it too so this is a Marvel podcast Sean what are you doing <laughs> it's a you, Mar- you DC shrill or shrill whatever it is <laughs> it's amazing I don't care um, but. You know, going into that though, and of course, The Dark Knight Rises being billed as like an actual finale, and you don't really get finales in superhero movies because everything just goes until they eventually screw it up and they're not allowed to make anymore. That's usually the way these things end. Um, you know, The Dark Knight Rises being an intentional ending, a con- you know, conclusion to this trilogy that had been so well received up until that point. And that was actually one of the tweets that really caught my eye. And I think it was from Ed Brubaker. 
who of course famous comic book writer wrote amazing stuff creating turn including turning bucky into the winter soldier and we all know how that's worked out for the mcu so i think he said a tweet and i he sent a tweet and i'll always remember it because it just stood out to me and you know i won't remember word for word but paraphrasing he had said that he after he saw avengers that he was just so completely floored by it and that he thought it was going to be he thought it would make more money than the dark knight rises and that really got my attention just because nobody nobody else was really saying that and nobody else really would have thought nobody else really thought that coming into the year because again the highest grossing uh Marvel uni- Mar- MCU movie before Avengers was Iron Man 2 and that was in the 600 million dollar range you know I think it's like in the mid 6s somewhere so the, the the MCU had never been anywhere near a billion dollars um and Dark Knight had just been at the billion you know the Dark Knight series had just had uh had a billion dollar movie in its last outing so the idea that somebody would say the avengers was definitely going to make the would make more than dark knight rises that got my attention it didn't make me like instantly believe his tweet because i had to see the movie for myself um but then uh going into the going into that first viewing uh i remember my first viewing just like I had with Thor a year earlier, it was an advanced screening uh, courtesy of the LA Times Hero Complex. Um, I don't, we didn't get a Q&A with this one like we did with Thor. At least if we do, I'm, I'm totally blanking on it or if, if that happened. But it was at the AMC 16 in Burbank in IMAX. Um, and so I was able to get the advanced tickets for it, waited in line hours and hours to make sure I had a good seat. And everybody was just really excited in the line because everybody had been following uh obviously they were excited because they were going to go see avengers but they were also very everybody was really talking about the what the reactions to the film had been and everybody was going in with very high uh expectations and as to, it didn't take very long into that movie for me to understand exactly what ed brubaker was talking about uh because the avengers it is an all. T- it was an, seeing that movie for the first time was it was an all time superhero movie experience. I mean, I could not believe how completely and utterly entertained I was, and how joyful I felt for all of those two hours and change. You know, with the runtime of that film, like I, from the time it started all the way through, I was just in love with what I was seeing. It was so perfectly paced. The dialogue was so great. All the characters, you know, Whedon had found this terrific way of weaving all these characters together and giving them all their moments. And I just, man, I just loved it. And I'll never forget, you know, in the Battle of New York, everybody knows this shot. You have the tracking shot that that starts once Black Widow gets her boost and grab, you know, starts taking over one of the Chitari's little flying chariots or whatever you call them and then well, i don't remember there, there's a name <laughs> no, for no, them no, and i'm blanking but that's wrong, literally sure. what it is anyway so it has that shot and then iron man catches up and he shoot and he jumps down to the out in front of grand central station hits the repulsor beam off of cap's shield takes out some guys and he flies up and then you see hawkeye and it basically checks in on all the avengers in the battle of new york and it of course ends with thor putting the the quote unquote nail in the huge like Leviathan and then Thor putting the hammer down. And then of course Hulk punches Thor to get him back from their fight earlier in the movie. That shot, I just, I will never forget the thought that ran through my head as I was watching it with a just, I mean, 
I, I don't know how, like, I'm sure I was smiling just completely ear to ear, but the thought in my head was, this is why they make comic book movies. Like, th- this moment is why, the, we, is why we've been making and watching comic book movies all this time. It was for this. Um, and I still feel that way. I mean, it's not, I, I have other MCU movies that I ended up, you know, that have probably passed Avengers on my list just because they're that damn good. But I'll never forget that feeling uh, with the Avengers of feeling like this is what it was all for, you know, and, and everything since Avengers has, has frankly been a bonus because the fact that we mm. got that movie and everything that's in it. And, you know, I promise I have more to say about it. I know I skipped to the end, but like, I, that's just one of the most profound memories uh, and most powerful memories I have uh, of that first viewing is the first time seeing that shot in the battle of New York. Yeah, this movie. So I remember what well, sucked because I had to wait till Friday night to see it. Cause, cause my work schedule, I, oh, yeah. this didn't is before Cloud, didn't Chris cloud blow this for you. Oh man. Oh, we, we're going to get into, we're going to get into deep, okay. Deep cuts. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. I told him I almost wasn't going to mention it. Um, so, there was. I remember we were gonna. You wanted to podcast on the Friday because you were yep. really excited, and I remember I was like, I can't, I can't make it because because all the all the showings were at midnight the Thursday before that I saw that around me, and I, I, there's my work schedule. I had to get up super early. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this, and I couldn't get the day off, so I was super depressed, and, I, and I'm like, I can't. And you, I remember I eventually mailed in some thoughts. Um, or uh, I, I recorded some thoughts and sent it to you, and you put you put it in, in there in the show. But um, but anyway, I remember I had to wait. And now, and people you know who listen to the show and know me know that I'm you know I'm a diehard Marvel guy. I've been reading Marvel comics for years. And um, so, Clow, Mr. Chris Clow, one of my really good friends, decides on Facebook, you know. <laughs> <laughs> to post the very end uh, thing where, where Thanos's minion says to challenge Earth is to court death, and he just posted that one line, that those those lines. And the thing is, I had like I've avoided everything on the movie, it's like spoilers, because I wanted to be surprised. I knew there was going to be some kind of big end battle, but or end thing, you know, Easter egg, but I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. All I I knew exactly when he <laughs> when he said that or when he put that on Facebook, I knew exactly what was happening. I said, "You ass," because <laughs> I'm like, I knew exactly it was Thanos. That's all I, you know. And I'm like, "Thanks, dude. Thanks a lot." What? What? What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just ruined the whole end of the movie for me. What are you talking about? You don't know what it is. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. I know Thanos. I know who he, I know who he's in love with. He's yep. in love with death, you know. And so, and Cl- I never, I'll never let him live it down. I always bring it up to him. He's like, you're always gonna bring it up to me, aren't you? I'm like, yep, damn hey, right I am. You can't post, you can't post any teases oh. of anything on Facebook. Uh, oh, not on uh, opening weekend. Not an opening weekend. And it was, I think it was the open the first night. It was that night. I was like, oh, Cloud, what are you doing? But um, but no, I I remember. Being really excited about it, um, my my good buddy Adam and I we uh, we bought tickets for IMAX and it was it was a later showing but we got there hours early we were like the like the you know fifth or sixth person in line but those awful people that hold lines for other people oh, you yeah. know they were literally all six of them in front of us were holding places for like 10, 20 people each I was furious like I was so mad. 
I remember we got into the IMAX theater and like I was looking for a spot and this girl who I knew cut in front of me with one of these, you know, giant loads of people was like, oh, we're saving that. I said, no, you're not. And I just sat in Atta boy. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, you, I, I, and, and then her boyfriend goes, just let him have it. <laughs> yep. Cause I was, I mean, I was ready to throw down. I was ready to like fight everybody. I'm no, like, good for you. I, I'm, oh, I was so mad, but I was, but that's the thing. So I was anxious. I was angry. And, and, and now I want you to, you know, know, like I have anxiety problems. I, I obsess over stupid stuff all the time. And, and like I said, work was, you know, I want to, I really want to paint this picture. Work was a nightmare. I could not stop thinking about work. It was awful, awful, awful. I sat and I, I literally could not, you know, I could never not think about work. I was constantly freaking out that I wasn't doing things right. And so I just was having a lot of problems like letting go and things like that. I sat down in that theater and I literally forgot everything else existed for you know those two hours for that movie and it was bliss i'll never i'll never forget that feeling when i left the theater just like i can't believe they did it they Mm -hmm. pulled it off and not just you know and and that's the thing you know that was so you know because there were so many amazing moments in the movie we'll we'll talk about but i mean this is the whole when i'm just leaving i just remember thinking like they they did it like they not only captured mm-hmm. like the comic book characters that in the, in the, in the, you know, and everything, but they actually made a movie that you were able to have multiple, you know, an ensemble cast, make it work. Everyone got something except for Hawkeye, but he did, he's worthless anyway. So who cares about <laughs> Hawkeye? But, um, I get my Hawkeye shot in, but no, but like everything was just so perfect. I mean, I remember thinking that movie's perfect. Like, there's nothing I, I, I just in love with what I was seeing. It was so perfectly paced. The dialogue was so great. All the character, you know, Whedon had found this terrific way of weaving all these characters together and giving them all their moments. And I just, man, I just loved it. And I'll never forget, you know, in the battle of New York, everybody knows this shot. You have the tracking shot that, that starts once Black Widow gets her boost and grab, you know, starts taking over one of the Chitari's little flying chariots or whatever you call them, and then well, I don't remember. There, there's a name <laughs> no, for no, it, no, and you're I'm not blanking. Wrong. But you're that's wrong, literally sure. what it is. Anyway, so it has that shot, and then Iron Man catches up and he shoot and he jumps down to the out in front of Grand Central Station, hits the repulsor beam off of Cap's shield, takes out some guys, and he flies up, and then you see Hawkeye, and it basically checks in on all the Avengers in the Battle of New York. And it, of course, ends with Thor putting the the quote-unquote nail in the huge, like, Leviathan, and then Thor putting the hammer down, and then, of course, Hulk punches Thor to get him back from their fight earlier in the movie. That shot, I, just, I will never forget the thought that ran through my head as I was watching it with a just, I mean, I, I don't know how, like, I'm sure I was smiling just completely ear to ear, but the thought in my head was, this is why they make comic book movies. Like th- this moment is why the we is why we've been making and watching comic book movies all this time. It was for this, um, and I still feel that way. I mean, it's not. I, I have other MCU movies that I ended up, you know, that have probably passed Avengers on my list just because they're that damn good. But I'll never forget that feeling uh, with the Avengers of feeling like this is what it was all for. You know, and, and everything since Avengers has, has frankly been a bonus because the fact that we mm. got that movie and everything that's in it and, 
you know, I promise I have more to say about it. I know I skipped to the end, but like, I, that's just one of the most profound memories uh, and most powerful memories I have uh, of that first viewing is the first time seeing that shot in the Battle of New York. Yeah, this movie. So I remember what well, sucked because I had to wait till Friday night to see it because my work schedule. I, oh, yeah. This didn't, is before, Cloud, didn't Chris Cloud blow this for you? Oh man! Oh, we, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into deep okay deep cuts. Okay, thanks for reminding me. I told almost I almost wasn't gonna mention it. Um, so there was I remember we were gonna you wanted to podcast on the Friday because you were yep. really excited, and I remember I was like I can't I can't make it because like because all the all the showings were at midnight the Thursday before that I saw that around me. And I, I, there's my work schedule. Uh, I had to get up super early. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. And I couldn't get the t- day off. So I was super depressed. And, I, and I'm like, I can't. And you, I remember I eventually mailed in some thoughts. That, um, or uh, I, I recorded some thoughts and sent it to you. And you put, you put it in, in there in the show. But, um, but anyway, I remember I had to wait. And now, and people, you know, who listen to the show and know me know that I'm, you know, I'm a diehard Marvel guy. I've been reading Marvel comics for years. And um, so Clow, Mr. Chris Clow, one of my really good friends, decides on Facebook, you know, <laughs> to post the very end uh, thing where, where Thanos' minion says to challenge Earth is to court death. And he just posted that one line, that those, those lines. And the thing is, I had like I've avoided everything on the movie, it's like spoilers, because I wanted to be surprised. I knew there was going to be some kind of big end battle, but or end thing, you know, Easter egg, but I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. All I I knew exactly <laughs> when he when he said that or when he put that on Facebook, I knew exactly what was happening. I said, "You ass." <laughs> because I'm like, I knew exactly it was Thanos. That's all I, you know, and I'm like, thanks, dude. Thanks a lot. What? What, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just ruined the whole end of the movie for me. What are you talking about? You don't know what it is. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. I know Thanos. I know who he, I know who he's in love with. He's yep. in love with death. You know, and so, and Cl- I never, I'll never let him live it down. I always bring it up to him. He's like, you're always going to bring it up to me, aren't you? I'm like, yep. Damn hey, right I am. Can't, you can't post. You can't post any teases oh. of anything on Facebook. Uh, oh, not on no. opening weekend. Not an opening weekend. And it was. I think it was the open the first night. It was that night. I was like, oh, Cloud, what are you doing? But um, but no, I I remember being really excited about it. Um, my my good buddy Adam and I we uh we bought tickets for IMAX and it was it was a later showing. But we got there hours early. We were like the like the you know fifth or sixth person in line. But those awful people that hold lines for other people, oh, you yeah. know, they were literally all six of them in front of us were holding places for like 10, 20 people each. I was furious. Like I was so mad. I remember we got into the IMAX theater and like I was looking for a spot, and this girl who I knew cut in front of me with one of these, you know, giant loads of people was like, Oh, we're saving that. I said, no, you're not. And I just sat at a boy <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, you, I, I, and, and then her boyfriend goes, just let him have it. <laughs> yep. Cause I was, I mean, I was ready to throw down. I was ready to like fight everybody. I'm no, like, good for you. I, I'm, oh, I was so mad, but I was, but that's the thing. So I was anxious. I was angry. And, and, and now I want you to, you know, know, like I have anxiety problems. I, I obsess over stupid 
stuff all the time. And, and like I said, work was, you know, I want to, I really want to paint this picture. Work was a nightmare. I could not stop thinking about work. It was awful, awful, awful. I sat and I, I literally could not, you know, I could never not think about work. I was constantly freaking out that I wasn't doing things right. And so I just was having a lot of problems like letting go and things like that. I sat down in that theater and I literally forgot everything else existed for, you know, those two hours for that movie. And it was bliss. I'll never, I'll never forget that feeling when I left the theater, just like, I can't believe they did it. They mm-hmm. pulled it off. And not just, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, that was so, you know, because there were so many amazing moments in the movie we'll, we'll talk about. But I mean, this is the whole, when I was just leaving, I just remember thinking, like, they, they did it. Like, they not only c- captured, mm-hmm. like, the comic book characters that in the, in the, in the, you know, and everything, but they actually made a movie that you were able to have multiple, you know, an ensemble cast. Make it work. Everyone got something, except for Hawkeye. But he did. He's worthless anyway. So who cares about Hawkeye? <laughs> but um, I got my Hawkeye shot in. But no. But like everything was just so perfect. I mean, I remember thinking that movie's perfect. Like there's nothing. I I I, I all I can all all I can remember wanting to do. And I think I saw it every day of that weekend, including the Monday afterwards. I just wanted to see the Avengers again. I'm like, I got to see the And I remember it was free comic book day the next day. And I went out, bought a bunch of comics, and I took my wife, my, the same person I saw the movie with. He took his girlfriend. Took, I took my girlfriend. We all went out and see, saw the Avengers again that night. I'm like, I have to see this right now. And I saw it the next day. And it just kept getting better and better. And I, every time I watched it, it was just like – it was like literally the best thing I'd, I'd seen in years. Mm-hmm. Years. And it was – Again, I want to say it was ma- it was magical, and it, it's been. I haven't really had that same experience in the theater in in a long, long time. Maybe the Force Awakens comes close, but um, and I'd say that's probably the next the next best thing. But I knew so much of that movie going into it that it wasn't as fun as the Avengers. I had literally no idea what was going on. I'm like, okay, and so everything was really unfolding for me for the first time as I watch it. That you know wasn't predictable. That being a comic book fan, but Everything just was was just so good. I just I remember just being blown away and just being again in bliss. And it was so, it, again, these superhero movies are so hard because once you do that, it's really hard to capture that, you know. And and with Marvel films, I definitely haven't felt. It's just in love with what I was seeing. It was so perfectly paced. The dialogue was so great. All the character, you know, Whedon had found this terrific way of weaving all these characters together and giving them all their moments. And I just, man, I just loved it. And I'll never forget, you know, in the battle of New York, everybody knows this shot. You have the tracking shot that, that starts once black widow gets her boost and grab, you know, starts taking over one of the Chitari's little flying chariots or whatever you call them. And then I don't remember there. There's a name for it. I'm blanking, but that's literally what it is. Anyway, so it has that shot, and then Iron Man catches up, and he shoot, and he jumps down to the out in front of Grand Central Station, hits the repulsor beam off of Cap's shield, takes out some guys, and he flies up, and then you see Hawkeye, and it basically checks in on all the Avengers in the Battle of New York, and it of course ends with Thor putting the the quote unquote nail in the huge like Leviathan, and then Thor putting the hammer down, and then of course Hulk punches Thor to get him back from their fight earlier in the movie. That shot 
I just, I will never forget the thought that ran through my head as I was watching it with a just, I mean, I, I don't know how, like, I'm sure I was smiling just completely ear to ear, but the thought in my head was, this is why they make comic book movies. Like th- this moment is why the, we, is why we've been making and watching comic book movies all this time. It was for this. Um, and I still feel that way. I mean, it's not, I, I have other MCU movies that I ended up, you know, that have probably passed Avengers on my list just because they're that damn good. But I'll never forget that feeling uh, with the Avengers of feeling like this is what it was all for, you know, and, and everything since Avengers has, has frankly been a bonus because the fact that we mm. got that movie and everything that's in it and, you know, I promise I have more to say about it. I know I skipped to the end, but like, I, that's just one of the most profound memories uh, and most powerful memories I have uh, of that first viewing is the first time seeing that shot in the Battle of New York. Yeah, this movie. So I remember what sucked because I had to wait till Friday night to see it because my work schedule. I oh yeah, this is before. Cloud, didn't Chris Cloud blow this for you? Oh man! Oh, we, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into deep okay deep cuts. Okay, thanks for reminding me. I told almost I almost wasn't gonna mention it. Um, so there was I remember we were gonna you wanted to podcast on the Friday because you were yep. really excited, and I remember I was like I can't I can't make it because like because all the all the showings were at midnight the Thursday before that I saw that around me. And I, I, there's my work schedule. Uh, I had to get up super early. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. And I couldn't get the t- day off. So I was super depressed. And, I, and I'm like, I can't. And you, I remember I eventually mailed in some thoughts. That, um, or uh, I, I recorded some thoughts and sent it to you. And you put, you put it in, in there in the show. But, um, but anyway, I remember I had to wait. And now, and people, you know, who listen to the show and know me know that I'm, you know, I'm a diehard Marvel guy. I've been reading Marvel comics for years. And um, so Clow, Mr. Chris Clow, one of my really good friends, decides on Facebook, you know, <laughs> to post the very end uh, thing where, where Thanos' minion says to challenge Earth is to court death. And he just posted that one line, that those, those lines. And the thing is, I had like I've avoided everything on the movie, it's like spoilers, because I wanted to be surprised. I knew there was going to be some kind of big end battle, but or end thing, you know, Easter egg, but I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. All I I knew exactly <laughs> when he when he said that or when he put that on Facebook, I knew exactly what was happening. I said, "You ass." <laughs> because I'm like, I knew exactly it was Thanos. It's all, you know, and I'm like, thanks, dude. Thanks a lot. What? What, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just ruined the whole end of the movie for me. What are you talking about? You don't know what it is. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. I know Thanos. I know who he, I know who he's in love with. He's yep. in love with death, you know? And so, and Cl- I never, I'll never let him live it down. I always bring it up to him. He's like, you're always going to bring it up to me, aren't you? I'm like, yep. Damn hey, right I am. Can't, you can't post. You can't post any teases oh. of anything on Facebook. Uh, oh, not on no. opening weekend. Not an opening weekend. And it was. I think it was the open the first night. It was that night. I was like, oh, Cloud, what are you doing? But um, but no, I I remember being really excited about it. Um, my my good buddy Adam and I we uh we bought tickets for IMAX and it was it was a later showing. But we got there hours early. We were like the like the you know fifth or sixth person in line. But those awful people that hold lines for other people, oh, you yeah. know, 
they were literally all six of them in front of us were holding places for like 10, 20 people each. I was furious. Like I was so mad. I remember we got into the IMAX theater and like I was looking for a spot and this girl who I knew cut in front of me with one of these, you know, giant loads of people was like, oh, we're saving that. I said, no, you're not. And I just sat in Atta boy. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, you, I, I, and, and then her boyfriend goes, just let him have it. <laughs> yep. Cause I was, I mean, I was ready to throw down. I was ready to like fight everybody. I'm no, like, good for you. I, I'm, Oh, I was so mad, but I was, but that's the thing. So I was anxious. I was angry. And, and, and now I want you to, you know, know, like I have anxiety problems. I, I obsess over stupid stuff all the time. And, and like I said, work was, you know, I want to, I really want to paint this picture. Work was a nightmare. I could not stop thinking about work. It was awful, awful, awful. I sat and I, I literally could not, you know, I could never not think about work. I was constantly freaking out that I wasn't doing things right. And so I just was having a lot of problems like letting go and things like that. I sat down in that theater and I literally forgot everything else existed for, you know, those two hours for that movie. And it was bliss. I'll never, I'll never forget that feeling when I left the theater, just like, I can't believe they did it. They mm-hmm. pulled it off and not just, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, that was so, you know, cause there were so many amazing moments in the movie we'll, we'll talk about, but I mean, this is the whole, when I'm just leaving, I just remember thinking like they, they did it. Like they not only c- captured mm-hmm. like the comic book characters that in the, in the, in the, you know, and everything, but they actually made a movie that you were able to have multiple, you know, an ensemble cast Make it work. Everyone got something, except for Hawkeye. But he did. He's worthless anyway. So who cares about Hawkeye? <laughs> but um, I, I get my Hawkeye shot in. But no. But like everything was just so perfect. I mean, I remember thinking that movie's perfect. Like there's nothing. I I I, I all I can, all all I can remember wanting to do, and I think I saw it every day of that weekend, including the Monday afterwards. I just wanted to see the Avengers again. I'm like, I got to see the And I remember it was free comic book day the next day. And I went out, bought a bunch of comics, and I took my wife, my, the same person I saw the movie with. He took his girlfriend. Took, I took my girlfriend. We all went out and see, saw the Avengers again that night. I'm like, I have to see this right now. And I saw it the next day. And it just kept getting better and better. And I, every time I watched it, it was just like – it was like literally the best thing I'd, I'd seen in years, mm-hmm. years. And it was – Again, I want to say it was ma- it was magical, and it, it's been. I haven't really had that same experience in the theater in in a long, long time. Maybe the Force Awakens comes close, but um, and I'd say that's probably the next the next best thing. But I knew so much of that movie going into it that it wasn't as fun as the Avengers. I had literally no idea what was going on. I'm like, okay, and so everything was really unfolding for me for the first time as I watch it. That you know wasn't predictable. That being a comic book fan, but Everything just was was just so good. I just I remember just being blown away and just being again in bliss. And it was so, it, again, these superhero movies are so hard because once you do that, it's really hard to capture that, you know. And and with Marvel films, I definitely haven't felt. It's just in love with what I was seeing. It was so perfectly paced. The dialogue was so great. All the character, you know, Whedon had found this terrific way of weaving all these characters together and giving them all their moments. And I just, man, I just loved it. And I'll never forget 
you know, in the Battle of New York, everybody knows this shot. You have the tracking shot that that starts once Black Widow gets her boost and grab, you know, starts taking over one of the Chitari's little flying chariots or whatever you call them. And then well, I don't remember. There, there's a name <laughs> no, for no, it. No, no, you're I'm not blanking, wrong. But that's wrong, literally sure. what it is. Anyway, so it has that shot, and then Iron Man catches up and he shoot and he jumps down to the out in front of Grand Central Station, hits the repulsor beam off of Cap's shield, takes out some guys, and he flies up. And then you see Hawkeye, and it basically checks in on all the Avengers in the Battle of New York, and it of course ends with Thor putting the the quote unquote nail in the huge like Leviathan and then Thor putting the hammer down. And then of course Hulk punches Thor to get him back from their fight earlier in the movie. That shot. I just, I will never forget the thought that ran through my head as I was watching it with a just, I mean, I, I don't know how, like I'm sure I was smiling just completely ear to ear, but the thought in my head was this is why they make comic book movies. Like th- this moment is why the, we is why we've been making and watching comic book movies all this time. It was for this, um, and I still feel that way. I mean, it's not. I, I have other MCU movies that I ended up, you know, that have probably passed Avengers on my list just because they're that damn good. But I'll never forget that feeling uh, with the Avengers of feeling like this is what it was all for, you know. And, and everything since Avengers has, has frankly been a bonus because the fact that we mm. got that movie and everything that's in it and. You know, I promise I have more to say about it. I know I skipped to the end, but like, I, that's just one of the most profound memories uh, and most powerful memories I have uh, of that first viewing is the first time seeing that shot in the Battle of New York. Yeah, this movie. So I remember what sucked because I had to wait till Friday night to see it because my work schedule. I oh yeah, this is before. Cloud, didn't Chris Cloud blow this for you? Oh man! Oh, we, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into deep okay deep cuts. Okay, thanks for reminding me. I told almost I almost wasn't gonna mention it. Um, so there was I remember we were gonna you wanted to podcast on the Friday because you were yep. really excited, and I remember I was like I can't I can't make it because like because all the all the showings were at midnight the Thursday before that I saw that around me. And I, I, there's my work schedule. Uh, I had to get up super early. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. And I couldn't get the, t- the day off. So I was super depressed. And, I, and I'm like, I can't. And you, I remember I eventually mailed in some thoughts. That, um, or uh, I, I recorded some thoughts and sent it to you. And you put, you put it in, in there in the show. But, um, but anyway, I remember I had to wait. And now, and people, you know, who listen to the show and know me know that I'm, you know, I'm a diehard Marvel guy. I've been reading Marvel comics for years. And um, so Clow, Mr. Chris Clow, one of my really good friends, decides on Facebook, you know, <laughs> to post the very end uh, thing where, where Thanos' minion says to challenge Earth is to court death. And he just posted that one line, that those, those lines. And the thing is, I had like I've avoided everything on the movie to, like spoilers because I wanted to be surprised. I knew there was going to be some kind of big end battle, but or end thing, you know, Easter egg. But I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. All I I knew exactly <laughs> when he when he said that or when he put that on Facebook, I knew exactly what was happening. I said, "You ass." <laughs> because I'm like, I knew exactly it was Thanos. It's all, you know, and I'm like, thanks, dude. Thanks a lot. What? What, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just ruined the whole end of the movie for me. 
what are you talking about? You don't know what it is. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. I know Thanos. I know who he, I know who he's in love with. He's yep. in love with death. You know, and so and I never I'll never let him live it down. I always bring it up to him. He's like, you're always going to bring it up to me, aren't you? I'm like, yep. Damn hey, right I am. Can't, you can't post you can't post any teases oh. of anything on Facebook. Uh, oh, not on uh, opening weekend. Not an opening weekend. And it was I think it was the open the first night. It was that night I was like, "Oh, Cloud, what are you doing?" But um but no, I I remember being really excited about it. Um my my good buddy Adam and I, we uh we bought tickets for IMAX and it was it was a later showing, but we got there hours early. We were like the like the you know fifth or sixth person in line. But those awful people that hold lines for other people, oh, you yeah. know, they were literally all six of them in front of us were holding places for like 10, 20 people each. I was furious. Like I was so mad. I remember we got into the IMAX theater and like I was looking for a spot, and this girl who I knew cut in front of me with one of these, you know, giant loads of people was like, Oh, we're saving that. I said, no, you're not. And I just sat at a boy <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, you, I, I, and, and then her boyfriend goes, just let him have it. <laughs> yep. Cause I was, I mean, I was ready to throw down. I was ready to like fight everybody. I'm no, like, good for you. I, I'm, oh, I was so mad, but I was, but that's the thing. So I was anxious. I was angry. And, and, and now I want you to, you know, know, like I have anxiety problems. I, I obsess over stupid stuff all the time and like i said work was you know i want to i really want to paint this picture work was a nightmare i could not stop thinking about work it was awful 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 i sat and i I literally could not you know i could never not think about work i was constantly freaking out that i wasn't doing things right and so i just was having a lot of problems like letting go and things like that i sat down in that theater and i literally forgot everything else existed for you know those two hours for that movie and it was bliss i'll never i'll never forget that feeling when i left the theater just like i can't believe they did it they mm-hmm. pulled it off and not just you know and, and that's the thing you know that was so you know because there were so many amazing moments in the movie we'll talk about but i mean this is the whole when i'm just leaving i just remember thinking like they they did it like they not only captured mm-hmm. like the comic book characters that in the, in the, in the, you know, and everything, but they actually made a movie that you were able to have multiple, you know, an ensemble cast, make it work. Everyone got something except for Hawkeye, but he did, he's worthless anyway. So who cares about <laughs> Hawkeye? But, um, I got my Hawkeye shot in, but no, but like everything was just so perfect. I mean, I remember thinking that movie's perfect. Like, there's nothing I, – I, 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 all, I all, all I can remember wanting to do, and I think I saw it every day of that weekend, including the Monday afterwards, I just wanted to see the Avengers again. I'm like, I got to see the – and I remember it was free comic book day the next day. And I went out, bought a bunch of comics, and I took my wife – the same person I saw the movie with. He took his girlfriend. Took, I took my girlfriend. We all went out and see, saw the Avengers again that night. I'm like, I have to see this right now. And I saw it the next day. And it just kept getting better and better. And I, every time I watched it, it was just like – it was like literally the best thing I'd, I'd seen in years, mm-hmm. years. And it was – again, I want to say it was, it was magical. And it, it's been – I haven't really had that same experience in the theater in, in a long, long time. Maybe The Force Awakens comes close, but um, – 
And I'd say that's probably the next the next best thing. But I knew so much of that movie going into it that it wasn't as fun as the Avengers. I had literally no idea what was going on. I'm like, okay. And so everything was really unfolding for me for the first time as I watched it. That you know wasn't predictable. That being a comic book fan, but everything just was was just so good. And I just I remember just being blown away and just being again in bliss. And it was so, it, again. These superhero movies are so hard because once you do that, it's really hard to capture that, you know. And and with Marvel films, I definitely haven't felt. It's just in love with what I was seeing. It was so perfectly paced. The dialogue was so great. All the character, you know, Whedon had found this terrific way of weaving all these characters together and giving them all their moments. And I just, man, I just loved it. And I'll never forget, you know, in the Battle of New York, everybody knows this shot. You have the tracking shot that that starts once Black Widow gets her boost and grab, you know, starts taking over one of the Chitari's little flying chariots or whatever you call them. And then well, I don't remember. There, there's a name <laughs> no, for no, them no, and I'm blanking. But that's wrong, literally sure. what it is. Anyway, so it has that shot and then Iron Man catches up and he shoot and he jumps down to the out in front of Grand Central Station, hits the repulsor beam off of Cap's shield, takes out some guys and he flies up and then you see Hawkeye and it basically checks in on all the Avengers in the Battle of New York and it of course ends with Thor putting the the quote unquote nail in the huge like Leviathan and then Thor putting the hammer down and then of course Hulk punches Thor to get him back from their fight earlier in the movie. That shot I just, I will never forget the thought that ran through my head as I was watching it with a just I mean I I don't know how like I'm sure I was smiling just completely ear to ear but the thought in my head was this is why they make comic book movies like th- this moment is why the, we is why we've been making and watching comic book movies all this time it was for this um, and I still feel that way. I mean, it's not, I, I have other MCU movies that I ended up, you know, that have probably passed Avengers on my list just because they're that damn good. But I'll never forget that feeling uh, with the Avengers of feeling like this is what it was all for, you know, and, and everything since Avengers has, has frankly been a bonus because the fact that we mm. got that movie and everything that's in it. And, you know, I promise I have more to say about it. I know I skipped to the end, but like, I, that's just one of the most profound memories uh, and most powerful memories I have. Uh, of that first viewing is the first time seeing that shot in the battle of New York. Yeah, this movie. So I remember what sucked because I had to wait till Friday night to see it. Cause, cause my work schedule, I, oh, yeah. this didn't is before. Cloud, didn't Chris cloud blow this for you? Oh man. Oh, we, we're going to get into, we're going to get into deep, okay. Deep cuts. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. I told him I almost wasn't going to mention it. Um, so, there was. I remember we were gonna. You wanted to podcast on the Friday because you were yep. really excited, and I remember I was like, I can't, I can't make it because like because all the all the showings were at midnight the Thursday before that I saw that around me, and I, I there's my work schedule. I had to get up super early. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this, and I couldn't get the day off, so I was super depressed, and, I, and I'm like, I can't. And you, I remember I eventually mailed in some thoughts. Um, or uh, I, I recorded some thoughts and sent it to you, and you put you put it in, in there in the show. But um, but anyway, I remember I had to wait, and now and people you know who listen to the show and know me know that I'm you know I'm a diehard Marvel guy. I've been reading Marvel comics for years, and um, so Clow, Mr. Chris Clow, one of my really good friends, decides on Facebook, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> to post the very end uh, thing where, where Thanos' minion says to challenge Earth is to court death. And he just posted that one line, that those, those lines. And the thing is, I had like I've avoided everything on the movie to like spoilers because I wanted to be surprised. I knew there was going to be some kind of big end battle, but or end thing, you know, Easter egg, but I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. All I I knew exactly <laughs> when he when he said that or when he put that on Facebook, I knew exactly what was happening. I said, "You ass." <laughs> because I'm like, I knew exactly it was Thanos. It's all, you know, and I'm like, thanks, dude. Thanks a lot. What? What, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just ruined the whole end of the movie for me. What are you talking about? You don't know what it is. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. I know Thanos. I know who he, I know who he's in love with. He's yep. in love with death. You know, and so, and Cl- I never, I'll never let him live it down. I always bring it up to him. He's like, you're always going to bring it up to me, aren't you? I'm like, yep. Damn hey, right I am. Can't, you can't post. You can't post any teases oh. of anything on Facebook. Uh, oh, not on no. opening weekend. Not an opening weekend. And it was. I think it was the open the first night. It was that night. I was like, oh, Cloud, what are you doing? But um, but no, I I remember being really excited about it. Um, my my good buddy Adam and I we uh we bought tickets for IMAX and it was it was a later showing. But we got there hours early. We were like the like the you know fifth or sixth person in line. But those awful people that hold lines for other people, oh, you yeah. know, they were literally all six of them in front of us were holding places for like 10, 20 people each. I was furious. Like I was so mad. I remember we got into the IMAX theater and like I was looking for a spot, and this girl who I knew cut in front of me with one of these, you know, giant loads of people was like, oh, we're saving that. I said, no, you're not. And I just sat in Atta boy. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, you, I, I, and, and then her boyfriend goes, just let him have it. <laughs> yep. Cause I was, I mean, I was ready to throw down. I was ready to like fight everybody. I'm no, like, good for you. I, I'm, oh, I was so mad, but I was, but that's the thing. So I was anxious. I was angry. And, and, and now I want you to, you know, know, like I have anxiety problems. I, I obsess over stupid stuff all the time and like i said work was you know i want to i really want to paint this picture work was a nightmare i could not stop thinking about work it was awful 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 i sat and i I literally could not you know i could never not think about work i was constantly freaking out that i wasn't doing things right and so i just was having a lot of problems like letting go and things like that i sat down in that theater and i literally forgot everything else existed for you know those two hours for that movie and it was bliss i'll never i'll never forget that feeling when i left the theater just like i can't believe they did it they mm-hmm. pulled it off and not just you know and, and that's the thing you know that was so you know because there were so many amazing moments in the movie we'll, we'll talk about but i mean this is the whole when i'm just leaving i just remember thinking like they they did it like they not only captured mm-hmm. like the comic book characters that in the, in the, in the, you know, and everything, but they actually made a movie that you were able to have multiple, you know, an ensemble cast, make it work. Everyone got something except for Hawkeye, but he did, he's worthless anyway. So who cares about <laughs> Hawkeye? But, um, I got my Hawkeye shot in, but no, but like everything was just so perfect. I mean, I remember thinking that movie's perfect. Like, 
there's nothing. I, 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 I all I can all all I can remember wanting to do, and I think I saw it every day of that weekend, including the Monday afterwards. I just wanted to see the Avengers again. I'm like, I gotta see the. And I remember it was free comic book day the next day, and I went out, bought a bunch of comics, and I took my wife, my, the same person I saw the movie with. He took his girlfriend. We took I took my girlfriend. We all went out and see, saw the Avengers again that night. I'm like, I have to see this right now. And I saw it the next day. And it just kept getting better and better. And I, every time I watched it, it was just like – it was like literally the best thing I'd, I'd seen in years, mm-hmm. years. And it was – again, I want to say it was, it was magical. And it, it's been – I haven't really had that same experience in the theater in, in a long, long time. Maybe The Force Awakens comes close, but um, – yeah, I'd say that's probably the next the next best thing. But I knew so much of that movie going into it that it wasn't as fun as the Avengers. I had literally no idea what was going on. I'm like, okay, and so everything was really unfolding for me for the first time as I watch it. That you know wasn't predictable. That being a comic book fan, but everything just was was just so good. I just I remember just being blown away and just being again in bliss. And it was so, it, again these superhero movies are so hard because once you do that, it's really hard to capture that, you know? And, and with Marvel films, I definitely haven't felt it's just in love with what I was seeing. It was so perfectly paced. The dialogue was so great. All the character, you know, Whedon had found this terrific way of weaving all these characters together and giving them all their moments. And I just, man, I just loved it. And I'll never forget, you know, in the battle of New York, everybody knows this shot. You have the tracking shot that that starts once Black Widow gets her boost and grab, you know, starts taking over one of the Chitari's little flying chariots or whatever you call them. And then well, I don't remember. There, there's a name <laughs> no, for no, it. No, and you're I'm not blanking. Wrong. You're but not that's wrong, literally sure. what it is. Anyway, so it has that shot, and then Iron Man catches up and he shoot and he jumps down to the out in front of Grand Central Station, hits the repulsor beam off of Cap's shield, takes out some guys, and he flies up, and then you see Hawkeye, and it basically checks in on all the Avengers in the Battle of New York, and it of course ends with Thor putting the the quote unquote nail in the huge like Leviathan, and then Thor putting the hammer down, and then of course Hulk punches Thor to get him back from their fight earlier in the movie. That shot I just, I will never forget the thought that ran through my head as I was watching it with a just, I mean, I, I don't know how, like, I'm sure I was smiling just completely ear to ear, but the thought in my head was, this is why they make comic book movies. Like, th- this moment is why, the, is why we've been making and watching comic book movies all this time. It was for this. Um, and I still feel that way. I mean, it's not... I have other MCU movies that I ended up, you know, that have probably passed Avengers on my list just because they're that damn good. But I'll never forget that feeling uh, with the Avengers of feeling like this is what it was all for, you know, and and everything since Avengers has has frankly been a bonus because the fact that we Mm. got that movie and everything that's in it. And, you know, I promise I have more to say about it. I know I skipped to the end, but like that's just one of the most profound memories uh, and most powerful memories I have. Uh, of that first viewing is the first time seeing that shot in the battle of New York. Yeah, this movie. So I remember what sucked because I had to wait till Friday night to see it. Cause, cause my work schedule, I, oh, yeah. this didn't is before. Cloud, didn't Chris cloud blow this for you? Oh man. Oh, we, we're going to get into, we're going to get into deep, okay. Deep cuts. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. I told him I almost wasn't going to mention it. Um, so, 
there was. I remember we were gonna. You wanted to podcast on the Friday because you were yep. really excited, and I remember I was like, I can't, I can't make it because like because all the all the showings were at midnight the Thursday before that I saw that around me, and I, I, there's my work schedule. I had to get up super early. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this, and I couldn't get the t- day off. So I was super depressed, and, I, and I'm like, I can't. And you, I remember I eventually mailed in some thoughts, that, um, or uh, I, I recorded some thoughts and sent it to you, and you put you put it in there in the show. But um, but anyway, I remember I had to wait. And now, and people you know who listen to the show and know me know that I'm you know I'm a diehard Marvel guy. I've been reading Marvel comics for years, and um, so Clow, Mr. Chris Clow, one of my really good friends, decides on Facebook you know <laughs> to post the very end uh thing where or thanos's minion says to challenge earth is to court death and he just posted that one line that those those lines and the thing is i had like i've avoided everything on the movie it's like spoilers because i wanted to be surprised i knew there was going to be some kind of big end battle but or end thing you know easter egg but i didn't know exactly what it was going to be all I I knew exactly when he <laughs> when he said that or when he put that on Facebook, I knew exactly what was happening. I said, "You ass," because <laughs> I'm like, I knew exactly it was Thanos. That's all I, you know. And I'm like, "Thanks, dude. Thanks a lot." What? What? What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just ruined the whole end of the movie for me. What are you talking about? You don't know what it is. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. I know Thanos. I know who he, I know who he's in love with. He's yep. in love with death, you know. And so, and Cl- I never, I'll never let him live it down. I always bring it up to him. He's like, you're always gonna bring it up to me, aren't you? I'm like, yep, damn hey, right I am. You can't post, you can't post any teases oh. of anything on Facebook. Uh, oh, not on no. opening weekend. Not an opening weekend. And it was I think it was the open the first night. It was that night. I was like, oh, Cloud, what are you doing? But um, but no, I I remember. Being really excited about it, um, my my good buddy Adam and I we uh, we bought tickets for IMAX and it was it was a later showing but we got there hours early we were like the like the you know fifth or sixth person in line but those awful people that hold lines for other people oh, you yeah. know they were literally all six of them in front of us were holding places for like 10, 20 people each I was furious like I was so mad. I remember we got into the IMAX theater and like I was looking for a spot and this girl who I knew cut in front of me with one of these, you know, giant loads of people was like, oh, we're saving that. I said, no, you're not. And I just sat at a boy <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, you, I, I, and, and then her boyfriend goes, just let him have it because <laughs> yep. I was I mean, I was ready to throw down. I was ready to like fight everybody. I'm no, like, good for you. I, I'm, oh, I was so mad. But I was. But that's the thing. So I was anxious. I was angry, and 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 now I want you to you know know like I have anxiety problems. I I obsess over stupid stuff all the time. And, and like I said, work was you know I want to I really want to paint this picture. Work was a nightmare. I could not stop thinking about work. It was awful, awful, awful. I sat and I, I literally could not you know I could never not think about work. I was constantly freaking.